0: Greetings, urban farmers, gardeners, and healthy food visionaries. Farmer Greg here, and welcome to the 764th episode of the Urban Farm Podcast, where every day we work together to educate and inspire you to become part of your food revolution. Today on our podcast, we have someone who has a solution to the challenge of easily picking fruit in our orchards. We're talking with Dr. D. Stevens about picking fruit with ease. Dr. D.S. Stevens, D.C., has been practicing chiropractic care for 34 years. He has worked with the L.A. Rams, the California Angels, the Mighty Ducks professional hockey team, and the USC Trojans. Because of this experience and training, Dr. Stevens performed chiropractic and rehab on many professional Olympic and college athletes. Dr. Stevens is also one of the original inventors of Easy Pickens Fruit Harvester, a patented tool to help us single-handedly pick fruit quickly, easily, and safely. He and his team at Rad Innovations are working on several other innovations. Welcome to the show today, D. Are you ready to rock? I'm ready. All right. So I shared a bit about you. Can you fill in the blanks for us and share more about the path you took to get where you're at today?
1: Sure. <clears throat> I, I Over the years, I have been working for other individuals for, I used to work for Albertsons food market years ago. And uh, yeah, I was a stalker and, uh, and I hurt my back. That's how eventually I ended up becoming a chiropractor. Oh, But I, I hurt my back and I got tired and I working for other individuals and talking to Greg. I know that he's an entrepreneur and I want to thank you very much for having me on your program. You Uh, bet. I'm very impressed. Scooting ahead a little bit. We, about nine years ago, me and a few other individuals started a company and the name of the company is Rad Innovations and we have a few other innovations that we're working on. One of them is, the main one is Easy Pickens Fruit Harvester. And uh, the way that came about is Dr. Spendlove, one of the individuals that I'm working with is well known around our community. He's a virologist and he's written many books and has other patents dealing with that. And he had this idea of a better way to pick fruit because he has a number of fruit trees around his home. And so I took that idea and I made our first fruit harvester. And the way it's designed is we have a head on it. And then we have a shoot that comes down from the base of it. And the head is connected to the pole. And you grab the fruit with the head of this and it comes down through the opening of the head, through the chute, into a fruit basket or a bag that is strapped around an individual or into a wagon, what have you. And we've had five different prototypes and we're happy with how it works now. It's quite an amazing device.
0: Awesome. And why did you create this? Yeah,
1: good question. I was very enthralled about it. And the reason why is I remember years ago when I was about 12, 13 years old, my dad was up in a fruit tree. And I can't remember what kind of fruit tree it was, but he was up there. And he climbed a ladder, got into the fruit tree. And, and I'm sitting on the back porch. And I remember, putting on my shoes. And all of a sudden, I saw him fall out of that fruit tree. And uh, he landed flat. And I remember when he fell, he jumped right up. And he said, I told him, I ran out there. I said, Dad, don't get up. And, And he got up and he just started walking around. And he broke a few ribs. And he says, I got to get up, keep moving. My grandpa told me, if you get hurt, you got to keep moving. You're going to lay down and die otherwise. <laughs> oh, wow. And, but I remember, that, I remember that very well. And I, I know with this Easy Pickens device that we innovated, we know for a fact that it will keep people out of climbing up trees or climbing up ladders to get to their fruit. And it's much easier and quicker. The first time we used it, we timed it and we were able to retrieve about 30 apples per minute. Wow, uh, Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that's great. And we found out within 10 or 15 minutes, we could harvest a whole tree without jumping on a ladder and climbing around in the limbs or falling and right. ending up in an emergency room.
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so one of the things I'm curious about is the way that your fruit picker works when you pick a fruit and it starts traveling down this tube. I would think that the as it travels down the tube the velocity would speed up and it might smack the previous
1: fruit. How do you manage for that?
0: Good questions. Uh,
1: we've tried it on a tree that was 40 feet tall, and it, it had never been pruned, and you, if it's a taller tree, you have to hold the end of the bag where it empties into a basket, a fruit basket, or a wagon, what have you. You kind of have to hold it so it doesn't come straight through. We also have the alternative of we have a shaped tube that we made a serpentine tube oh, that is an accessory that we're adding soon but it was it's been our experience that it really doesn't bruise the fruit and they don't run into each other very easily as long as the trees are not that tall no oh, yeah.
0: What And how does it work? Can you paint a picture for people what this Easy Pickens Fruit Picker looks like and how it works?
1: Sure. It is, the head of it is about eight inches long and probably about eight inches deep. The opening is almost six inches in diameter. And so it can take in some pretty good, size apples, oranges, pears, and, and it has a V-shaped groove on the head. So once you get around, let's say it's a stem, a stubborn stem on the fruit, mm. that V-shaped head will, or opening, will grab the stem and you just do a little tug and it just comes right oh. down. through. We have an angle just right, so it comes through the head. And then the tube is placed on the head with a zip tie type of attachment. And then it just smoothly comes down through the tube. The tube is about nine feet long. Wow. So if you have someone that's, let's say, six feet and you have that tube up there with, and they're extending up another maybe two or three feet, you can get that. Pick her up there 20 feet, no problem at all.
0: Wow. I was going to ask you if you could do not round-shaped fruit like avocados and pears. And so obviously...
1: You can. And one of the first individuals we let use it, we have videos of her in her backyard with her husband harvesting apples, pears, they harvested apricots plums. And I think they even tried it on a cherry tree. Yeah. Quite amazing. And she had phenomenal results with it.
0: Nice. And uh, how is this different from other fruit pickers on the market?
1: You'll see a lot of them if you go on to some of these websites like Amazon. And ours is on Amazon, along with a few other vendors we have. But If you look at some of these other ones, they have a pole that has a wire cage with little wire coming out that grasps the fruit. And then there's a little platform that the fruit falls on. And we really don't like that idea because you're trying to pick two or three, four or five Uh, oranges or apples or pears at at a time and you're holding it up and it gets heavier and heavier and then they have to take it and gently try to put it in the basket without dropping it right yeah and and so with the easy pickings there's none of that involved it's really easy because it's lightweight and you're not trying to hold the fruit in the air before you gently bring it down with the pole into whatever you're yeah. uh, saving it in.
0: And I think that's the probably the patentable piece on this, that you have your picker at the top. And when you pick it, rather than having to basically bring the pole down to the ground, unload the fruit, and then put it back up, there's a tube behind the picking cage and the fruit just rolls down the tube.
1: Yep, it does. And the way the and there, you use any extendable, it's a universal receptacle oh. for any pole to screw into the head of the device, and you can extend it up quite a distance if needed. Yeah, yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm loving this, Incredible. that's for sure. I'm a bit of an entrepreneur myself. I've invented a few things, nothing patented in my life, but... I'm always looking for an easier way to do something. And I know that there's a process to go through to get a product like this done. What did it take for you to get this done and patented and on the market?
1: Yes. Yeah, that's an interesting question. And it's taken us nine years, so it hasn't been an easy process. But our first first, uh, goal at it was... And first prototype, we actually just put together, myself and another guy put together a tin head and we just, and my wife and I, we have been, we've been through the years making probably uh, 30 or 40 different types of shoots (laughs) so that we can experiment with them. But the first one was made out of tin and it, it worked very well and it was quite exciting. And I know you know, that we talked a little bit about epic moment. That was the epic moment when we made that prototype mm. and it was thrilling to see that fruit coming down there through that chute without bruising the fruit, but it was coming down good pace. And we knew right then and there that we had an incredible innovation. And uh, so that was our first one. And then we hired a manufacturing company and, and the name of that company is GearWorks. And we had them do a 3D plastic mold of the device, our first one. And, and then we had a number of other different designs after we experimented with that head. And we used different types of shoots and different types of material. And eventually, we have it refined where we almost have it down to perfection. We know that there will be other changes that we will make and different accessories that will come with the easy pickings fruit harvester that we're working on right now that will make it easier to harvest all kinds and sizes and shapes of fruit.
0: Nice. And yes. so, again, the pandable piece. I would think, or one of the patentable pieces would be the chute. Is there any other product on the market that does a chute
1: for picking like this? There may be, and we haven't seen it. The part that's patentable is the head of it, the way we designed the head. And we are working on the utility patent for the chute, but we already have the patent for the whole concept that way. And we've done our research and we have seen all kinds of different fruit harvester devices. I can guarantee you that without sounding arrogant, that ours is the best.
0: Well, of course. So that's not arrogant. That's just, you're doing a great job and yours is
1: the best. Thanks. Thanks.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And I'm sitting here wondering if there's a commercial use for these on commercial orchards
1: We have investigated that. I I was reading something not too long ago that talked about visuals on these apple farms in Washington that's working for companies. They have a a lot of falls and injuries from the falls. And many of these workers will climb up the ladder and they fill up their bag. And then once it's full, they climb back down, empty the bag, climb back up. And they do that all day long. And yeah. I can see why there's a lot of injuries with that.
0: Well, and I know that OSHA has gotten involved with avocado orchards in California. A good friend of mine, Scott Murray, is an uh, avocado orchard manager in San Diego County. And mm-hmm. OSHA got involved because avocado trees can be 60 feet tall. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And So that's, that could be deadly.
1: Yeah, it could. And the only thing that we would have to do with the apricotles trees is have a extendable pole that will go that high, but also have a shoot that would be 50 feet long. uh, Yeah.
0: I know what Scott does in San Diego is they're cutting them down to eight to 10 feet tall. Oh, Uh, It's a process that they do. And then a lot, only allowing them to get up to about, I'm going to guess 20 feet. That's their way to work around, but still, you know, 10 to 20 foot tall avocado tree or citrus tree or any other tree to be able to stand on the ground and pick from the ground is amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's not backbreaking. It's pretty lightweight and it's fun. To be honest with you, it's quite fun to just see a little fruit rolling down.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to shift on you and I'd like for you to talk about a time you failed, how you overcame that failure and what you might have learned from it.
1: I had a business a few years back and I had another doctor that he I hired him to run the business and unfortunately he ran it into the ground and I remember him telling my staff that we hired there that's He expects that I'm going to end up having to sell all my equipment on a huge discount and he will come in and grab it because he knew I was going to let him go. And and I thought, no, that's not going to happen. With a lot of perseverance and hard work, I was able to revive this business and make it very successful. And I learned that from this, we can't always count on others to help to make us successful it comes yeah. down to what we can do as individuals and through hard work say perseverance we can climb on top and succeed
0: nice yeah. and your biggest success
1: I would say the greatest success this may seem a little generic the greatest success I would have to say is having the An amazing wife and two wonderful children and six incredible grandchildren and that's and just knowing that they're on track doing the right things and not doing anything that would harm themselves or others is pretty satisfying to me especially in today's world right Yeah. yeah and
0: what drives you
1: Be honest with you. I have ADHD, and I really just can't stop. And it probably drives my family. I know it drives them nuts sometimes because I'm constantly doing things. And I have always been driven. And see, over the years, I've had a number of mentors in my life, whether it be from religious leaders or business, that have been very successful. And I see how content they are with their lives. And my desire throughout my life was to pattern my try to pattern my life after these several of these individuals. If you were to ask members of my family or close acquaintances what drives me, I'm sure they would say in general that I'm not satisfied with the status quo. And that no matter what, there's always room for improvement and growth. Yep. Remember earlier when you told when I told
0: before we started recording, I said that I was I've been self employed except for 1984 when I had a job. Yes, I remember. And I said I got fired from that job. The reason I got fired from that job is because I kept wanting to improve the way they were doing things there. Wow. Because that's me. That's just the way my brain
1: works. It's like, how can we do this better? Yeah. What's ironic about that is it's hard to find employees like that, that want to excel and do things better. But I'm sure that was a blessing in your life in disguise.
0: And uh, the bonus here is Janice, who manages everything Urban Farm, she's like that too. She's just driving to make things better, which bless her and she's great.
1: I remember meeting Janice and she is quite amazing, yeah, yeah,
0: and if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be, and why?
1: I would have to say, without hesitation, the scriptures, and that may seem somewhat generic of an answer, but that's important to me, but out of with one individual book i I love the, uh, the author Wayne Dyer, and I'll, oh you yes, you heard him. I have read all of his books and on self-help and motivation. And I believe my favorite book of his that I read, it's called It's Never Been Crowded Along the Extra Mile. Uh, that's and, nice. Yeah, and I love it. I have found that, that it is because of the scriptures and books like that, Never Crowded Along the Extra Mile, that helped me to try to stay positive. Especially yeah. during times that I have been faced with adversity, in which we all are faced with adversity and hardships. Yep. It just helps me keep plugging away.
0: I think that's a big part of the excitement of life. Yeah. For me, anyways, the adversity, having owned many businesses in my life, it's, yeah, sometimes it's tough, but that gives, for me, that gives me the juice. I hear you.
1: Yeah. Yep, exactly.
0: And what one final piece of advice do you have for our listeners?
1: When I heard about Urban Farm podcasts, I love this concept, by the way. And the mere fact that you have so many listeners and individuals on this podcast, it tells me that you, these listeners and these individuals have a great desire to learn new things and how to grow healthy organic food, and how to be self-sufficient. And I think the advice I would give is just to continue on that path. I would encourage everyone to keep learning and listening. Anyone who stops learning is old. And whether they're <laughs> right. at 20 or 80, they're still old. <laughs> yeah. so I think that's important to keep an open mind and self-reliant. And I think that's what you're I don't know what your business state in, exactly is, but it seems like it's more like being self-sufficient. And, yep,
0: yeah, exactly. So. I'm a huge believer that the solution to our global food problem is growing food in our front and backyards in yep. urban
1: areas. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I love it.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Dee. Well, thanks for having
1: me, Greg. I
0: appreciate
1: it. It's been fun.
0: And how you bet absolutely. How can our listeners get a hold of you and get one of these for themselves?
1: Sure. You can find these on Amazon. There's a number of places and they will be in box stores. We just started to get these products in from the manufacturer this last year uh, towards the end of the year. And but there's still a number of vendors that we have, but the main one right now would be Amazon. If you want to learn more about this and see the video on how it's this Easy Pickens works, there's a nice video on there and it's on our website. And the website is easypickens-harvest.com. Again, that's easypickens-harvest.com. And if anybody has any questions for me or the product of Easy Pickings, they can get a hold of me directly on my email, which is d-r-d-e-e-stevens, S-T-E-V-E-N-S, at gmail.com. So that's-
0: awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And that's easy pickings, plural, hyphen, harvest.com.
1: That's right. Thanks. Hyphen harvest.com. Thank you, yeah, Perfect.
0: And you can also find show notes from today's podcast at urbanfarm.org forward slash easy picking.
1: We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Urban Farm Podcast. Remember to listen for tips, advice, and resources to help you on your journey with urban farming. You can find us on the web at urbanfarm.org or send us an email to podcast at urbanfarm.org.